happy Friday, guys. So today we are kind of like a part two. So today's we're talking about a little bit more of the the gripes of Physical Therapy Month. So if you listen to part one, then that was more about us. Now we're talking thinking about things as a whole. It is going to be, I think, a little bit on the shorter side, but it's fine. It's Friday. We're getting ready for the weekend. Laura's getting yeah. ready for vacation. I'm, a, I'm, so. I'm, at the time of this recording, I have nine hours of one work day and I'm on vacation mode. I don't think those nine hours will go fast enough. <laughs> so, yeah, let's get started. Let's go. Let's go. You're listening to the PT Assistance Podcast with your hosts, Ken. And Laura, thanks for joining for another exciting episode. So one of my grievances with the physical therapy month is I, well, and this can kind of go for the fields itself, and we've talked about this before on the show, but I feel like PTAs get left out. Um, For example, uh, we have at our board right now, on one of our boards it, in my clinic, it says Physical Therapy Month. And it says, we appreciate. And then it's got all of the names of the PTs on the board. But doesn't wow. list any of the PTAs. And That's a little parts, messed up. Yeah. And parts of that could be because of the fact that I also just came to this location. I am helping out. But I'm helping out twice a week. And I'm there consistently. And you would think that would be something. Like, I know it's something simple. But I've seen that in a couple other places or where they're like, oh, happy PT month. And we want to give a shout out to all of our PTs and blah, 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 blah. And thank you so much. And then again, they forget the PTAs or they give gifts to the PTs. I've had offices bring gifts in for the PTs and I've never gotten a gift from they've literally given admin gifts. They've given technicians gifts and the PTAs just somehow for some weird reason get this weird overlook. Um, so I do feel like companies in the APTA need to do a better job of also recognizing PTAs in the field too. Um, and you know, this is the one way that, you know, we can even get it out there a little bit more with, with this month and, you know, make ourselves known more. Um, a lot of patients half the time when they come in and they've never worked with a PTA before, they have no clue what we are. A lot of them think we're students going on to get our PT, um, get our doctor and PT. And, I, you know, educating them is a big factor of it. And letting them know what we can and cannot do is a big factor, too, because a lot of them are like, oh, so you just do what the PT says. And I was like, no, I can adjust. I can change. I can adapt. I can add. I can take away. I can, you know, really tailor your program you also have to, to be a little bit more educate towards you. Yes. the PT on what you can do. That, too. Dude, that too. Um, if you've never had a PT that's ever worked with a PTA before, they have no idea. I learned that in my first clinical rotation. I had a PT who was a year out because you have to be a year out of um, graduation and your license to become a CI. I was her very first student she took on and she had never worked with PTA before in any of her rotations. So when I came in and I said, she's like, okay, well, how, how do you feel about joint mobs? And I'm like, eh, well, if you show me, I'm sure I can get them down, but they don't teach you that. She literally questioned everything I said and was like, what do you mean they don't teach you that? And I was like, well, it's kind of like a gray area. It's one of those where if your PT wants to demonstrate and teach you how to do it, you can do it up until grade four. 
but we're not really going to show you. We'll show you what they are, but we're not really going to teach you it in school because they don't want to. And she didn't know. And so, which is just so baffling to me that someone in our field does not know. And who's supposed to oversee you too, by the way. Like if she worked with a PTA, she went into a job and worked with a PTA. She needs to know what I can and cannot do too. And she does not even know what I can and cannot do. And so it's like, okay, where does, who, whose fault does that fall under? Is that the APTA? Is that the program's fault? Is it our fault for not getting out there more and educating? I think it's a roundabout of it. It's an all hands on deck. A little bit of everybody. Yeah. Granted, I think it more falls on the school and the APTA because I think that needs to be part of the curriculum of what they can and cannot do. Isn't there a curriculum somewhere where they do like a PT, PTA day? I've heard of companies or programs working together to do that. And they come in. I remember we had someone in for, I believe, an interview. And we talked about that. Yeah. We've if ta- their I've, program has like a sort of like, let's join forces for a day and discuss the yeah. role of PTs and the roles of PTAs together so that the students are more aware of each other's roles graduating. Exactly. I would but love I can't to see... think if it was more of like an idea of what would be great to do or if there was actually a program that did that. You know, I would love to see, uh, there's some programs I think that do do it. Not all. Um, But I think there are some. Um, I would love to see that there is part of their curriculum where the two schools have to come together and they have to do assignments together. Where PT pairs up with a a PTA and they have to work on an assignment together. Or you could have a group if the numbers don't match up. But... I would like, love I would to have, see them work together. Logistic, I think that's a great idea. I just think logistically would, would be pretty difficult to accomplish. Yeah. Just because you'd have to figure out. So just for us being in Southern Nevada, you have three PTA programs, two PT programs, and just trying to figure out would you do both PT programs has like a day with each of those PTA programs. I think the idea is great. The execution yeah. will be a little difficult. Oh, no. It's, it's one of those then, things that are harder said than done. Yeah. And then just the same Hard, thing with other, other states and just areas. Like, what's the ratio of PT students to PTAs? Yeah. What day would they be able to do that? When If the there program, is a school that it? have both, yeah, when in the program, would you yeah. be willing to extend the program in order to make sure that this happens? I think the idea would be great because it would eliminate the experience you had i just it would I think just logistically it would be very difficult to do it almost like i feel like it would need to be set up as like a clinical rotation like you'd have a week clinical rotation instead of coming into class like you would get together and this is what you're doing type situation but again timing wise that's all different because the programs time frames you've got a lot true and then you have the time going out like it, it again it's would be nice doesn't mean it's realistic no but i do think like every program something really needs to be in place it. in order yeah. to make sure i think because like i haven't really been in that scenario i think you have experienced it more than i have mm-hmm. 
uh, for just for me, I've only worked with one PT almost my entire career for the majority of it. I have worked with a couple other PTs, but most of them were already kind of familiar with the relationship between PTAs and PTs. Some expect a little bit more than you, more of you. Some don't expect much of you. Each one kind of handles a PTA role a little bit differently, but yeah. they already had an image or an, an idea of what our role is. But for you to be in your situation where it's like, so what do they teach you? What, what do you like almost questioning everything that you already know or this whole process? Something should be in place to avoid that scenario. Exactly. And it, it just, it, it's hard because again, in a perfect world, in a perfect ideal situation, that would be the case. Um, and do I think that in the long run that would better communications between PTAs and PTs? Yes. Um, I also do. I think that that would translate into better outcomes for patients. Yes. So that's definitely my kind of two thoughts on my frustration still within our field and our position in the field. And like I read through the APTA magazines and I read through everything that they're talking about and everything is just still so geared towards PTs that it's frustrating. And I think on the other side of the coin too is in the field it is frustrating because the field should know better but the patient population I don't really think that one's going to change too yeah, much. No. So I've had two scenarios um, one Recently, like in the past week or so, another one a little bit further out than that, where patients still get offended if it's an assistant working with them. Mm -hmm. So I've had one a while ago wanted to talk to the PT just to discuss the matter of the fact that I was going to go treat them instead of the PT. And this past week, maybe it was a week or whatever, but the point is I walked in and as soon as I walk in, they're just like, you're not the PT that I'm seeing. And I'm like, no, I'm his assistant. Like, and he, I already talked to him. I know what the, the plan, I know the direction where we're going. I know what he wants you to do and what the goals are and everything. But even then, just because of the patient having that perception of, oh, they're just an assistant, just really puts them in this headspace that we shouldn't be there. And that one, I feel like, would be a little bit harder to correct and on the grand scheme of things because you can't really change everyone's opinions. Maybe they had a bad experience when working with a PA, and now they only want to work with a doctor. So that one goes a little bit further out, and I, don't, I think it's just more of a personal gripe than trying to figure out a way that would be able to solve that situation. And then as far as the community for like the APTA, when we went to our APTA section meeting for for Nevada, I want to say. I don't know if it was just specifically Southern Nevada or all of Nevada. 
So when we went, we discussed about our experience during that trip. And you can, if you're interested in that episode, that one goes a little bit more in depth, but the main gist of it was we also felt that within the APTA, PTAs are also very underrepresented. So they had all these board members, every single one of them PTs. And they were even wondering if a PTA was there to represent. And I think there was, but I don't think it was any of the higher positions, I want to say. I think it was mainly just like a liaison of the PTAs and just like our spokesperson that was there. So even within the APTA, PTAs are still rather under represented. So I think that can be a little bit on us. I think we can do a little bit more for ourselves. If we put ourselves out there a little bit more, we do have a friend that's a PTA that's in the APTA and that she does all these things for us. And she is involved in so much. And I think it would help great lengths if a lot more of us would be able to get involved. I totally agree on that. Um, And the thing is, too, is like, again, it's it's on us a little bit to get in there. And I know we've talked about it before. And honestly, I wish I did more, but it's hard with life. I'm I'm not going to lie. It is very hard to add something on top of your career, on top of, um, you know, just life in general. I'm definitely in the situation we're in right now. Um, you know, we have this podcast that we do on the side and, you know, you, the APTA and being on the board and that kind of stuff does require your time. And you, I don't think in most cases you get paid for it. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, you are doing that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know if it's just strict volunteer work. Yeah, I'm like, maybe you get compensated with CEUs or something. I don't know. But like on that yeah. end, like the, it, it still takes up a lot of time. And I understand that. But, you know, I definitely think if you some, if that's something that you're interested in and and you'd really like to help grow the field, start reaching out. I know it can be scary. Um, I'm hoping down the line I can get into a position where I can handle doing something like that too. Um, but it is harder when we're younger. Um, I will admit that. And, um, but if you're there and you want to help, I say jump into it. So, uh, I had something else and I completely forgot what it was. I had a Kenny moment. Was it on the being a PTA and the patient wants to do the PT now? Nah, well, it was kind of just along that lines of just like, as long if you can educate as best as possible, I think it also, again, that comes down to the PT straight up educating. And honestly, I think they need to pass off the patient like ASAP. Like, I'm not saying that, you know, you need to completely get rid of never seeing them. I'm not saying that at all. But I think if you can get them in the very next time and you've already prepped them, by the way, hey, we've got you scheduled. You are going to see Ken. He is great. He's one of our PTAs. You know, he's going to run you through everything that I told you to do. He's amazing. Um, Our tech does try to do that. Yeah, but that should be on the tech. No. So I did have a discussion with the PTs and letting them know like, hey, during the eval, just let them know that there are three of us here. That some days they might see you, some days they might see me, sometimes they might see the other PT. 
just to give them aware. And then that also helps them get a feeling for the patients as well. If they're open to it or they're not open to it. If they're not open to it, then it's going to be a, okay, try your best to stay on my schedule, but there still might be times that you might not see me. Yeah. I might not be in. You might have to see someone else. Um, so I did have a discussion with them about that, but the tech also does try to talk me up quite a bit to the patients when I'm going to see them for the first time and they seem a little wary about it. And for the kicker on those two patients that I mentioned, the first one, the one that happened a while ago, actually preferred me than the PT. Yeah. Yeah. It can happen. And the second one the one that just happened a week ago, she is okay seeing me. So if she does not see the PT, she is okay seeing me. Even though yeah, when I when I walked like in, it was an absolutely not. And then my PT was like, what was I doing? I was like, absolutely nothing. And they're like, then what? Like, why didn't you come grab me? I was like, well, obviously I talked, to her, talked her into letting me treat her. Yeah. Otherwise I would have had to grab the door. <laughs> So it worked out. I'm like, honestly, we'll see how she feels tomorrow. And if she, the whole reception of me was well, but we'll have to see with time. Yeah. And he did see her the following like three times after that. And after he's talked to her, he's, he told me, he's like, oh yeah, she would be fine seeing you. Like she does want to see me preferably because she has a lot going on. But if I see her, she would be okay. The one-off is okay. Yeah. And that's sometimes that's. That's the thing is, like, it might not even be the fact, too, of, like, you know, hey, you're the PTA or something like that. It could be they just like to stick with one person. And so if they've already told one person everything that's going on and they've been dealing with a while, like, honestly, I'm in that boat. I prefer to stick with one PT. Or I don't even care if it's a PTA, but, like, I just want to stick with one because, let me tell you, telling the story over and over again, it gets you and it's exhausting. So if you're being bounced around a lot, as a patient, you know, unfortunately, we've been in healthcare where that can happen. And so um, definitely if they've been in some other quick service, we'll call them quick service, uh, physical therapy places. Wow. <laughs> That's a nicer they, way of putting it. Right. <laughs> um, but where they do get just like come in, bounce around and they see whoever they see. And some patients are fine with that. Some patients and honestly, it's usually patients who are a little older like consistency and I can't blame them for that I totally get it and so it's just something to be aware of um but it it, it, I think our field is trending correctly again I just think there's more ways to improve and we have to still be the ones to be out there and improve and I think things like this podcast things like um Facebook media or Instagram media that's you know PTAs getting out there and sharing their stories are also helpful. I've learned a lot since we've done this podcast, um, and I'm sure I will continue to learn a lot, which I'm hoping it only helps grow our field a little bit more. Um, And just the PTA field as well. Yeah. And just like the recognition of PTAs. But that's our goal. That's why we're here. That's why we do this twice a week for surprisingly two and a half years now. Uh, That's crazy. That's even crazier. Or a year and a half? Year and a half. Year and a we're half. Almost at, we're almost at two years. Two, we're coming two up on two years. Two years will be in February, technically, I think. That's coming up. Yeah. But we're still here. We're still kicking. 
hopefully you have I would have thought we gave been it enough after us. like three months. <laughs> wow. I'm surprised you gave us three months. Right? But anyways, we'll wrap up this episode with our little gripes. We're not trying to say that. The, I know it was like a little bit more negative, I feel like, the tone. But we do think that there are all, that the field is trending in a good direction, like Laura said. Mm-hmm. And that if what we can do in order to help bring recognition to PTAs, I think would just help us in the long run. This field is expected to grow as physical therapy as a whole. Yeah. So hopefully that continues to be in our favor. Yeah. And again, it's I don't mean to be negative, but it's one of those things where if we kind of start to be like, oh, well, this has gotten better, but we push everything else to the side. You know, those can get lost and we don't want to get lost and get stale mate in our field. We want to continue to grow our position within the field um, and prove that we're worth our worth and probably more than that. <laughs> so Exactly. Yeah. But anyways, thank you so much for listening. We hope you guys enjoy the weekend. And coming up. We have one more episode with Laura, and then she will be going off on vacation. So we do have some guest speakers coming in, and it's going to be me and them. So just kind of a heads up on that. And until then, we'll catch you, you guys next time. Here. We'll be All fine. right, guys. Bye.